0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Conscious Healing with Randall Wegener. Blessings to all of you. Thank you very much for listening. I do appreciate those of you that are followers. I do apologize for my long sabbatical away from recording. I've been dealing with some health challenges and immersed deeply into them to really see if I can learn as much as I can and find the gifts within this perceived physical suffering um, in order to teach all of you to understand how to transition through these experiences and not get stuck within them. So um, I do apologize for not recording more, and I will do my best to uh, do more frequently again. So blessings. Today's podcast is about finding God within, not without. And I've spent a lot of my journey of my life looking for God outside of my physical body. Pray to God in heaven, you know, wherever heaven is, and you know, God existed somewhere else other than within my physical body itself. And what I'm learning through my current experience that I'm going through is, if you see God not inside of you, that separates you from God. You no longer are in unison and harmony with God. You must understand that God lives within each one of us, within our physical body. We are all created in the likings of God, so therefore we are in the image of God, and God exists within us. God exists in everything that you see, hear, smell, feel. Nothing exists without the presence and energy of God. And so understanding that if you... Pray from the the God energy into the God energy that lives within us, within our heart, within our soul, within the cellular tissue and the fibers of our physical body. That's where God exists. And so don't move through life as if we're living without God and we're always searching for God or we're always trying to go to places that, of worship to then be worthy of God. Our body is our temple to God. So we should treat our body worthy in a worthy way so it's worthy for God to live within our physical body. Treat it with that much respect, that much dignity, that this our physical bodies are our temples for God to live within. And so by having that perception it brings us to a place of of living within this body and treating this body and this physical experience in this lifetime in a much more divine way. You know, it's not just about bouncing through life with no accountability. You know, it's every thought, every word, every action has accountability. And so there's no exceptions to this rule of spiritual life. And so every time you do something that is of dark energy, something that is not through compassion to another human being or even to ourselves, that creates karma. Karma, And we will have to at some point be able to clear our karma, clean our karma. You know, by doing acts of compassion and kindness, by living a a divine life worthy of, of God, worthy of... If we existed every day with the Christ light and love in our physical body, and everything that we did, everything that we spoke, everything we thought, we felt, was through the divine Christ light and love, it makes this a wonderfully beautiful experience. It doesn't mean that all our perceived suffering disappears, all our physical pain is gone, and all our bills are paid, and everything is wonderful. It just means you have divine love of Christ in you and with you while you're doing all of this. We're not doing it alone. You know, there's existing with God inside of us, within creates a sense of peace. You exist in the present moment. There's a a sense of openness, of possibilities. If you live without Jesus God in our physical body, we exist in a state of pain and suffering because we're separating ourselves, trying to separate ourselves from the one. Everything is one. And anytime you try to separate yourself or you're not present with the one and being one with the one, we create suffering. And so, you know, we're we're so guided by our senses. And most of that is from the outside of our physical body. And so that causes to exist more outside of our body in the world, because what we see, what we hear, what we taste, all of this stuff is outside of us. And so therefore, the body is our transport device, and if it hurts, we take care of it, and we feed it, and bathe it, and stuff like that. But we still don't understand how important it is to revere this body as a temple, And to truly exist within this temple with so much love and compassion for being who you are. And it doesn't mean you're arrogant or egotistical. That's another aspect that we'll get to. And that has a lot more to do with what your intentions are. If you just love yourself unconditionally and it doesn't harm or hurt anybody, then that's not of ego. If it does inflict pain and suffering in others, then you have to reevaluate where you're coming from with that. And so live within your body in love and peace. Don't just get caught up in all the senses. Just know that yes, ah, I smell something out there, but you're everything that you smell, see, hear, you're coming from inside of your body, inside of your head. You, and you're looking outside and everything exists out there. So you make sure you're present with your body because then, then you can be more intuitive. You can be guided through life by the divine energy of what to do, where to go, how to act, speak, how to you know answer certain questions, different things in life. If you're in the present moment and you're in an intuitive state, but that's truly living within. You know, we kind of, there's basically different planes of existence, we may say. Um, There's a spiritual and the human. So more in the human, the human practices of existence in life is about finding balance, having a good spirit, honoring the body, praying to God. You know, having a a routine of meditation and breath and exercise, of just being really present with the spirit of who we are. It's our spiritual practice, our breath. The human practice sometimes gets a little more challenging. The human practice usually also involves self defeating thoughts, behaviors. You know, we create obstacles. And so if we're living, in a human practice without God in it, we get in our way a lot and makes life much more challenging when we get in our own way because of these obstacles we think and the thought patterns we think also. You know, we will we will have a cha- more of a challenging time when we think of ourselves in a situation in the future. We usually will think of ourselves in some kind of negative way. When we look at our body... And somebody says, well, how are you? First thing we'll sometimes say is, well, think of is, oh, well, this hurts or that hurts or this is going on. Negative things or just not positive things. They may be the reality of your existence, but that doesn't mean there's also another balance to those perceptions that you have, which may be very dense and limiting, pain and suffering, again, existence without God. So to be able to have positive thoughts, to be able to understand that we are part of one, which is God and everything, and every thought you have is part of everyone. Every feeling everyone has is part of what you feel. We're all part of everything. So by really finding God inside yourself and finding that true love and compassion inside, you're also healing the entire planet at the same time. You're brightening your light. As I've said before, turn that light on. So you're turning your light on so there's more more hope, more love, more light on this planet as a whole. So the best way to heal the whole is healing the one because the one is the whole and the whole is the one. So give yourself permission to go within and to really find that true divine consciousness that exists as each one of us. And know that every cell of your body has memory. So why not program the memory of your cellular body with God? With the Christ light and love at all times. So that way as you move through time and space, there's a certain peace. There's a certain grace in our movements and how we we exist. Our thoughts, our feelings, everything has so much more peace and simplicity to it. Again, this for some, this will create incredible miracles in your overall health because your perception is part of what creates your health. And for others that have had chronic physical injuries from accidents and other things. It will help you coexist with the discomfort in your physical body with a sense of peace. Because those that have chronic suffering in your life, you know that there's the eternal challenge of trying to get ahead of the pain, escape the pain, find something you can take or do that will minimize the pain. But if you find oneness with the sensations of your body. Don't label them, judge them, but find a oneness with them and to be able to coexist with these sensations in our physical body with a sense of love and gratitude as a teacher because everything is our teacher. You know, sometimes our physical pain shows us, you know, we just get so low we want to give up because sometimes chronic suffering it's just overwhelming. And that's probably the best choice of words is overwhelming at all levels. Your mind, your body, even our spirit. There's some days that we just struggle to just get through the day. And we wonder, how can we keep doing this? Is it worth it? You know, do I want to keep pushing? We're so tired and worn out from this constant challenge of this physical body. But if you have it as oneness, if you find one with this sensation in our body, there isn't conflict. Conflict only exists if you exist in a dualistic perception of life. There's you and there's something separate from you. Again, I said if we're all one, there is no dualistic aspects to life. Everything is God. Everything is a different manifestation, a shiny object of God, but everything is God. There is no duality. So if you don't have duality within your own physical body, mind, and spirit, judging a sensation, judging our thoughts, judging our feelings, and you just exist in a state of love, loving awareness, you're aware of these sensations in your body or this dis-ease in your body, And you do all the appropriate things to take care of that. Sometimes that is Western medicine pharmaceuticals. Sometimes it's just exercise, the right diet, breathing, more exercise, things like that. It just depends on what is the origin of your suffering. And sometimes it's just our mental, emotional perception. And then meditation and focusing on the breath is your true answer to that because... Within meditation, within the breath, you find God. And once you find God within, then there's a sense of peace and simplicity, as I've said before, of moving through life. The pain no longer is pain. It's just a sensation in the body. It's the awareness of a sensation. The overwhelming stress of bills just become the need to pay bills. It's the tasks and these sensations and experiences will probably still exist at some level. It's just your perception of them changes. So therefore, the pain and suffering about the event changes. A bill itself does not have suffering. Your perception of paying a bill creates this suffering. So you have to understand it's your perceptions, the attraction and aversions of life, that create the suffering you experience. So if you eliminate the attractions and the aversions and the judgments, then you minimize the suffering. You have awareness. And if you can have loving awareness, you have even more simplicity. It's the grace that you can move through life that's very important. Again, we all want to be wonderful, healthy, robust, conscious people. But all of our journeys have different paths. And when we were young, we had different experiences that created different experiences for us to to experience when we're older. You know, we don't always listen to our elders when we're young. And we do things that they told us probably not to do or didn't do what they told us to do. You know, that's just life. That's growing up. That's us developing our ego and individuality of our existence on this planet, our creating separation from our our parent or authoritarian figures to try to find our own existence and path but all paths lead to god to all those that are young just know all paths lead to god so just make sure your path is that path because you know other paths do lead to darkness i should say shouldn't say all paths lead to god but those of light and love lead to god Lead to God. If you can live life with love and compassion and non judgment, it'll all lead you to God. If you exist in darkness, inflict pain and suffering and judgment on others, then you will have more suffering, and that path is not one leading you to God. That's creating the dualistic perception I said before. God still exists even in the darkest entities that are on this planet that are doing atrocities. God still exists within them. They just are refusing to acknowledge and listen to the divine aspects of who they are. And so there's a difference in choices of paths. So choose all the paths that go to God, the light, choose the light paths, because they all truly do go to God. So we need to not have so much rigidness in our mind and body, allow there to be ah, time to exhale, time to sit back and observe. I've mentioned this before, to sitting in a state of awareness of watching what's going on around you, but without having to label or judge things. So you may be sitting at the beach and there's people running around on the beach and the waves are crashing and the birds are flying but you don't have to define each one of those. You just have the awareness that you're watching all of this stuff play out in front of you but you exist in a place of just pure love and that's it. You don't have to define everything. All you have to do is be grateful that you're aware of it. You're part of all of this. That is the key to understand you're part of everything. if we try to make life happen it's more challenging it's more important to allow life to happen through god allow god to guide you you know the yin and the yang the yin is knowing when to receive and the yang is knowing when to act and to so find that balance of the yin and yang so again i was saying about not being so rigid being present with the breath being present in the moment allowing the divine to guide us. It just makes life such a beautiful, simple experience. If you get stuck too much in the intellect, it can control the mind, the intellect, and the ego. It can create illusionary fear. It can create this fearfulness about life and watching the media and listening to things. They're programming us with fear every moment. And so you have to understand not to buy into the fear. Be aware of the events of the world, but not existing in a state of fear. If you're one with God, there is nothing to ever fear. So don't try to get stuck and control the emotions. If an emotion comes, feel the emotion, learn from it, acknowledge it, and then let it go away. as a very temporary experience. Don't hold on to it. Because things get stored in our body when we hold them. As I've said before, our, all the physical experiences of our past are stored in our physical tissue of our body. And so when we get into the older and wiser years of life, excuse me, sometimes the southern memory reveals itself. And that can reactivate past traumas, past injuries things like that and we don't want to spend our waste our extra energy in life with taking care of you know fixing things that we created ourselves you know I kind of joke we spend the first probably 40 or 50 years of our life making our life as complicated as possible and then the last 20 to 30 trying working twice as hard to fix what we spent so much time complicating. So keep your life simple at all times. Again, Take time to really breathe and think about your words. Think about your thoughts and actions. Is it coming from a divine place? Make sure that you don't just randomly act and speak and without really knowing what you're doing, what you're saying, how you're acting and behaving. We have to be accountable. Again, there's no exceptions, no exemptions in life, especially on the spiritual path. It takes devotion and dedication to the light on a regular basis. It's not like, well, I can play all day or do whatever I want, and then on the weekends I'll go to church, or I'll sit down and meditate, and it'll all be okay. Life doesn't work like that. I so wish it did in so many ways, but no. You have to be in that meditation every moment of every day, no matter what you do. You're accountable. Hold yourself accountable. Be an example to other beings. When people see you being accountable for the being of light, being confident as a being of light, sharing your light and love with those around you, that's addicting. And it'll awaken, up, awaken the light in others. And then others will feel the confidence and the courage to be who they are. And that will just keep building and building until this becomes an incredibly wonderful planet to live on. We're in charge of healing the planet. By healing ourselves and our perception of this experience and of others, we will heal the planet. Don't be selfish in life that it's all about you. A lot of my podcasts are talking about how to understand you and be able to discover the best you and know who you are and all this stuff. But none of this is meant in a selfish way. If you have inner peace, all of your actions, all of your behaviors, all of your thoughts and words will come with compassion. It makes your interactions with others much more beautiful, much simpler. So by being the best version of you, it changes the world around you because it changes all of your actions, interactions in the world with others. If you're doing stuff egotistically just for your own benefit, then and it harms others because of that, that's not the healing path. That's not of light and love. That's selfish and egotistical. We are all one. Remember what I said earlier, that by healing yourself, you're healing the planet. You're healing all people. And so be the best being of light you can be. Turn on your light as bright as you possibly can. Have as much fun as you possibly can. Because it's a state of mind. It's a state of being. And it's your choice in every moment, how you think and how you feel. So whether you're doing... Domestic chores like cleaning the bathroom, scrubbing floors or whatever. You can still have fun because there's a sense of peace and love in your heart. It's not like fun like going to Disneyland or on a cruise or, you know, things that we really want to do like that. But it doesn't mean that everything can't be the same fun. Domestic chores are fun because we have a clean house. It's a better environment. It's a healthier environment. So it's a state of mind. So find that sense of peace in your own being that you can do anything and everything and it's all just wonderful, loving, fun. So stop trying so hard and allow life. Allow things to be what they are. And don't let our perceived physical limitations define our journey. Don't let it you know, people like, well, I, I can't move forward or I can't do this or that because this is, I've got this injury or I've got this sickness or this or that. See yourself as healed at all times. Again, if you're a divine being with God that exists within you, you are well. You are completely healed. And really understand how to embody that into the cellular tissue of your body. Your current experience is based on your past perceptions and and actions. Your current actions and perceptions will create your future. If you want your future to be about peace and simplicity, absence of pain and suffering, then create the environment and the frequency of vibration that will create that. Change the the thought processes, the actions, the behaviors, whatever it is that limited you, that limit you from having peace and grace at this moment. Because you will change your entire future in being able to do that. So don't define yourself. Don't define yourself as as anything other than God's love. You exist as loving light of Christ at all times and so knowing that not intellectually but on a cellular level let your physical body truly feel what it means to be of Christ's light and love again not intellectually but feel the love the passion the the beauty of being so loved divine Christ who gave his life for us to be loved that much and that love exists within every cell of our bodies. So perceive yourself as healed at all times. Perceive yourself well at all times and exist in the light and love of Christ at all times because he lives in each one of us. Letting go of the past is really important. So again, I was just saying of the cellular memory. Let go of your past, the thoughts, the judgment, everything of the past. You can have the memories of the beautiful times, but it doesn't have to be stored in your physical body. When a thought comes and you feel the love, yes, that's beautiful. But if any other vibrational frequency comes up with your past, let it go. Just have the memory of experience, not the cellular memory that comes up when the thought comes up, that's showing something still blocked, trapped in your body, and you want to make sure you have that separation. Life is not about gathering all the junk from the past and dragging it through this life to the the finish line then... We get there and we say, see, I have my whole bag of my past and all my junk and trauma and drama and pain and suffering is still here. I've kept it all contained in this bag. That's not our goal. Our goal is to go or to get to the door of heaven completely clean and clear, where it's just our physical body, our mind, our spirit, our divine love, and that's it, nothing more. Enjoy the memories of life and the experiences of life so you have great stories and memories when you get older. But that's why I said, just hold them as memories. Don't hold them in cellular tissue at all. Experience and experience to its absolute fullest, whatever the experience is, and then let it go. Return back to the love of Christ that exists on a cellular level in each one of us, and stay in that place. And wait for the next experience. You know, the the goal in life is to find those moments of stillness that exist in life. So when you completely inhale, there's just this moment of perfect stillness before the exhale starts. And same thing after complete exhale. There's a brief moment of complete stillness before the inhale starts. So find those places of stillness and sit there and feel and experience what it's like in that stillness. And for meditators finding that place between two space between two thoughts. When one thought stops there's a moment briefly <laughs> for some before the next thought enters. Find those spaces between thoughts. Find the pause between breaths and exist in those places. That's where God exists. In the stillness. In the beauty. He exists at all times even in the chaos. But to truly sit in the presence of God with Christ, our Lord, Jesus. It's in those moments of stillness where you will find him the most purest most divine vibrational frequencies of of the Christ so honor ourselves by stepping away from the busy mind from the busy thoughts and actions and things going on every day sit in a state of gratitude and love and just be we spend our whole life thinking that life is about doing what can we do what can we accomplish but life is about being, about being the best you you can possibly be. And being the best you is by knowing who you are fully at the divine level and enjoying your divine, the divine aspects of who you are and sharing those with the world, with all of humanity, what it's like to be a divine being, purely in peace and harmony with God at all times exist there and move through time and space and share that with everyone exist with god within not without find that place of peace and grace ah in the breath everywhere god exists But don't get lost in your pain and suffering. I have been there. As I said, I've been through this year of lots of divine teachings. I understand what it's like to get stuck. Woe is me. How do I change? How do I move through this? Less is more sometimes. Sometimes just slowing down enough to go within. To be able to find out how to move forward. A wise man always knows when to pause before moving forward. If we're constantly running, 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 moving, 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 going, 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 thinking, 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 how do we really know where we're going, what we're doing? How and when do we know when to change course? But usually we just go like crazy until something happens, not necessarily that we choose. Some pain and suffering, some obstacle of some sort is created, usually by our own creation. And then we go on another path because a lot of the obstacles we have in our life are self-generated. We create them ourselves because we're on a path to enlightenment, to understand God and the divine. And sometimes if we get going too far off path, we have our own ability to create obstacles to pull ourselves back. And we also have those self-defeating obstacles that... As we get toward the light, we create obstacles that keep us from the light also. So if you understand the patterns, you understand the thoughts, and you understand what you're creating by looking at what you're experiencing, change your thoughts, change your actions, change your words. If you think by not making any changes, your experience is magically going to change, it may, but there's a small percentage of, of it changing and staying changed. Because most experiences you have are created by you based on some perception you have of your experience. So be clear on your perception. What the mind thinks is what you create, perception proceeds form. So be clear on what is taking place in your life. What is the creation you've made? And if the creation that you have right now works you and serves you well, then blessings. Congratulations. I'm very proud of you. I'm not saying everyone in this world needs to change because some people understand. Some people have found a path and a rhythm that serves them because some people have chosen paths that aren't about enlightenment, aren't about finding oneness with God. That's what they need to do karmically in this lifetime. Blessings to them. But for those of you that are on the same path as me, which I presume that's why you're listening to my podcasts, our path is about devotion to Jesus Christ our Lord, about God, about light, about love, about whoever your God is of love. It doesn't have to be Jesus. There's many religions out there, and so I don't want to say Christianity is the only one but God exists in all religions. God is love. Exist in a state of love and light at all times. And that's what heals the world. Whatever your religion is, whatever your beliefs are, come from a place of love. And all will be wonderful in life. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Again, if you have any Um, Comments, ConsciousHealing, rw at gmail.com is my email address. Um, You can also um, give me donations so I can continue doing podcasts also. Um, Would be greatly appreciated. Um, On the Podbean site, there is a place to do that. Um, You can also do it through PayPal. So thank you very much again for listening. Blessings to all of you. Enjoy being you, and thank you so much for being each one of you. Each one of you is light and love, and I'm grateful that each one of you exists on this planet. I thank you. I love you all from the most divine place in my heart. Blessings.